Today is Friday, November the 19th, 2021, and you're listening to A Minute with Pastor Mark. Well, we're in the last chapter of 2 Peter. So Peter is writing this book to these churches that he wrote to in 1 Peter, and he is just encouraging them as he is coming to the end of his life. So he wants to give them some final instructions, some final words. So the first chapter, the first part of the letter, he challenges them to be growing in their faith. And it is true that you are either growing or you're going the other way. There's no neutral position when it comes to the Christian. We're either going forward or going back. And so there has to be a concentrated effort on your part and on my part to be striving to grow in our faith every day, to be devoting ourselves to the Word of God and prayer and spiritual disciplines that help us in our faith, help us grow in our faith. He warns them in the second part of the letter about false teachers who are going to come and try to destroy your faith, not from the outside, but from the inside. They're going to try to get you to question whether or not what has been taught to you is true, but he reaffirms that what I'm telling you is the truth because I received it directly from Christ himself, and it was affirmed by God the Father. The last part of this chapter, he talks about the issue of doubt and how that the enemy tries to attack us through getting us to say, hey, uh, you say that Jesus is coming back. Where is he? Where is it at? You know, where, where is he? He's not here. But you keep, you live the way you live and you keep yourself from sin and you do what the Bible says because you think that Jesus is going to come back and you think that you're going to have to give an account to him. And scoffers, he says, are going to come and, and they're going to go, where is the promise of it coming? And the reason why they want to do that is because they're living a certain way and they want you to live the same way. And so they're going to try to really get you to question whether or not what you believe is actually true. And that's what and that's what chapter 3 really is about. So he does several things to remind them of things that they need to think about whenever a scoffer comes along who wants to get them to question, where is the Lord? Where is Jesus? He's, he left and he said that he was going to come back. Why hasn't he come back yet? So you're just wasting your life by living this way for Christ. You should be doing what we're doing. You should be living according to your lust, living according to your passions. But we need to remember what Peter told us here. And and the first thing that he reminds them of is that the the earth and the heavens were made by God. And since God is the creator and the sustainer, he can do with stuff whatever he wants. You know, God's not going to respond to our will, we need to get in line with God's will. So you you got to remember that God is the creator, so if it's his possession, he can do whatever he wants with it. And and the earth is preserved until God is done with it. And he uses the example of the flood where the earth was destroyed by water. The next time that the earth is destroyed, it's going to be destroyed by fire. And he warns them, though, that our timetable is different than God's timetables. That's what he says in verse 8 when he says that one day is a thousand years and a thousand years is one day to God. 
Whereas we, we think of a day, well, what's a day? Well, a day is a thousand years to God. It's, it's, it's our, our, our view of time is so different than God's view of time. And one of the reasons why that the Lord has not returned is because of what he says in verse 9. And this is a great verse here. It says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Why is God? Why has Jesus not come back? You know, why? Where is he at? What's taking so long? Well, one of the reasons is because he is an incredibly patient God who desires for men to be saved. And he is patient with us. And, you know, you just think of, if you go back to what he mentioned earlier, the flood, I mean, he gave them 120 years as Noah built that ark with with him saying, repent and, and change your ways and follow God and come into the ark and destruction is coming. And really the only people on the earth that would listen to him anymore was Noah and his family. And I think that in some ways it's this, it's going to be the same way on the earth where he's going to keep sharing the gospel. He's going to allow us to keep sharing the gospel until it just gets to the point where almost very few people respond to it anymore. And, and he loves people and he, they're, People are made in the image of God. He desires for them to be saved. So consequently, he's incredibly, incredibly patient. And I'm grateful for a God who is patient with me. And I'm grateful for a God who is patient with mankind. So the challenge for all of us is, look, you're going to have scoffers. You're going to have mockers. They're on YouTube. They're on Facebook. They're, they're in the public square. They're in education. You're going to have mockers come along and say, it's not worth it. Don't follow Jesus. But I just want to encourage you, keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep walking in faith. Keep doing what's right. It will be worth it in the end. So Jesus, would you help us to do that? Help us to keep our eyes on you. Help us to keep doing what's right. Help us to walk in faith. We pray in your name. Amen. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday.